three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, ladies, gentlemen, days, and gays. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. I've got a review for one of the latest A24 offerings in The Inspection, which is written and directed by Elegance uh, Bratton, who I wasn't familiar with him uh, with his work. He's done a few things. Uh, back in 2016, he did a film called Walk For Me. 2019, he did a film called Pure Kids, and then he did a visual poem, uh, was an executive producer on it, called Ship. But outside of that, that's all the director has done, and this film stars Jeremy Pope. Jeremy Pope, you most likely know from The Ranger, um, which came out in 2018. So, I, oh man, I don't even know where I really want to start with this. I dig this movie so much. It is going to be an incredibly hard watch for people. It, it, it's it's hard because you know what? Sorry, let me sorry let me let me let me think here. I want to kind of approach this. All right, yeah. So, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'll give this. So, as a, as a young black kid when I was 12, 13, going in the middle school, I related quite a bit to the main character Ellis in the sense of. I had enough <laughs> very bullying white people, for the most part, telling me that I was gay for just having mostly female friends and liking poetry and listening to, you know, Sixpence None the Richer uh, <laughs> and No Doubt and shit like that, that it really did. Seventh grade was really hard. Seventh grade was really hard. And I've talked about it on the show before. I, I don't think, you know what? <sighs> I don't think we, until maybe the last 10 years or so with the rise of social media and how important it, it is, uh, for better or for worse, I don't think we have had enough of a conversation until recently about how detrimental social media can be and how detrimental bullying can be. Because to sound like old man Hunter for a moment, back in my day, you actually had to bully someone to their face. And then MySpace became a thing. And then became way easier to bully people without even, you know, seeing them in person, which is horrifying. And when you think about how people have connected through hashtags like, you know, like Black Lives Matter and Me Too, just name a couple. But then you see the other side of it, how people go like, oh, you're black. Why are you complaining? And oh, man, like you're a woman. People like people have to pay for dinners for you. Why are you complaining? Like, you know, just the, the bullying side of people just trying to live their lives and trying to be better. That's where my heart just broke for Ellis because the bullying starts at home from him. It starts with his mother, uh, Inez, who's played by G uh, Gabrielle Union. And it's crazy to me that in this Oscar season with Viola Davis getting shafted out of getting a Best Actress nomination, how no one talked about Gabrielle Union for Best Supporting Actress because, yeah, she's only in the film for about 10 minutes, I would say, maybe 12 minutes if I'm being generous, 
But Anthony Hopkins is in Silence of the Lambs for about the same amount of time, and he won Best Actor, so why can't Gabriel Union get at the very fucking least a nomination, let alone the fact that she's doing... This is the best performance of her career, by far. But I, I could go off on the Oscars for hours, and you know what? I, I will save all my venom for my for my Oscar picks. So we will just we will say we will table that for a later date. But as I mentioned, um, this goes ahead and stars Jeremy Pope and Gabriel Union. I really love Jeremy Pope's performance here, and this is another case of someone. I get that the best actor category is seems like it's always stacked but when i talk about people of color not getting having our work nominated and not having our work recognized it's it's the fact that it's just it's always the slave shit that drives me nuts that's where it seems like people always go oh we have to nominate them for this it's like no black people can do other shit besides being slaves and this film in particular because of the multiple layers in it i this is something that's going to get lost in the shuffle for a lot of people, and it shouldn't. You really need to watch this movie. This is something that, uh, God, I, I don't think I did a top 20 list. Actually, no, I did do a top 20 list. This would crack my top, like, 23 films. Like, it's right on the outside of my top 20. But I absolutely enjoyed the hell out of this. So just jumping in, um, Ellis is going through a lot. He is struggling. He is doesn't know what he wants to do with his future. He's essentially homeless, jumping back and forth between shelters. And so really kind of running out of options, he decides, fuck it, I'm going to go and join the Marines. So he goes ahead and goes to his mom's house. And Inez is just getting off of work. And the line that just broke my fucking heart, because, you know, he's trying to join the military, so he needs his birth certificate. So, you know, he tells her, like, look, I, I just need to, I just need to get my certificate. I'm going to be a Marine. And so first off, she laughs in his fucking face. She's like, a fucking Marine. Like, I, I might actually even be quoting her. Like, she just flat out laughs at him, which I went, okay, horrendous start. You're a terrible mom. And then, but then she puts an exclamation point on it and goes, this is the last, this is it. This is the last remnants of who I believed you could be. And I just went, wow, what a cunt. What a terrible fucking thing for a mother to say. And I do wish we would have gotten a little more flashbacks. I, I wish we would have gotten a little more, like t like five minutes worth, even a quick little montage of Ellis as a kid and Inez being a mother, because I do think you could have had some really great emotional dramatic beats by showing him as a kid and showing her just really her disdain for him. Because there is sustain from uh, Inez, and that's what's really heartbreaking, is that he's just trying to survive. He's trying to become the best version of himself. He wants to not live in a fucking gutter. He wants to feel like he's important. He wants to feel like he is, he's, that he matters and that he's loved. And so much of that is tied to his fact, the fact that his mother doesn't believe in him and doesn't want him. And that is just where my heart just went, God damn, like, just say you love him. Like, saying you love him. Saying you love someone could mean so much to someone, um, whether it's a romantic love or just, you know, just a friend. But I just my my heart just broke for him. So he goes ahead and he joins, uh, goes ahead and joins the Marines where he is <laughs> very quickly confronted by Laws and uh, uh, Rosal uh, Rosales, 
who are played by uh, Bokeem Woodbine and Raul Castillo, respectively. Uh, Bokeem Woodbine, one of the best black actors we have. Fucking love this dude. You know him, of course, from Queen Slim, Earth Mama, um, obviously The Inspection. He was in uh, The Sheriff and Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, black Dynamite as Backhand Jack. I fucking love him. Black Dynamite. Uh, Ray. I, I mean, his filmography is fucking insane. It's, it, yeah, L- love seeing him in this. And and then I didn't recognize uh, Raul Castillo, but you know him from uh, Knives Out. That's right, he was in Knives Out, son of a bitch. Uh, you know from Knives Out. Uh, oh, he was Mikey in Army of the Dead. Okay, he's actually one of the few things I liked about Army of the Dead. Um, he's been in quite a, wow, he's been in quite a few things, actually, now I'm looking through here. Um, Blue Bloods, he was on Gotham for a little bit. Uh, little Fish, Little Fish is a really great movie if you haven't watched that. Wrath the Man. So... I so let's just kind of get into this. Laws is a bastard. He is a son of a bitch. He is cruel. He is vile. He is evil. Fucking evil. And the thing that probably just just crushed me as I'm watching this is I just kept thinking, what does this say about the military? Because as Elsa's going through boot camp, the film itself takes place in 05, uh, uh 2005. And so, you know, we're right around um, you know, the war in Afghanistan, all that. And so, you know, we're in the middle of, you know, the whole don't ask, don't tell thing. And so when Ellis goes ahead and shows up and they're going ahead and they're telling them, you know, we're going to cut your hair, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And they flat out ask everyone, like, have you or have you ever been gay at any point in your life? And Ellis goes, you know, sir, no, sir. And you just hear his ears ringing and how they do really cool things with the sound manipulation, the sound editing, where it feels like there's just a bell going off in Ellis's head. And he it really feels like he's having a panic attack. And so really the film is about Ellis trying to get through um, basic training with all this prejudice that is just bearing down on him. And I thought it would be bad. I didn't even watch the trailer for this until after I finished it. But there is that sense early on that you go, oh man, this is going to be a very rough journey for you. So you have an idea of how this won't be good. And I have to give the movie credit because the film is somehow worse than I expected from the prejudice point because Ellis is put through the motherfucking ringer in this movie in a way that I just went, I just want to give this brother a hug because that's exactly what he fucking needs. So there's one line in particular that Laws drops where he says, uh, you know, he's like, he goes, boot camp is made to break you, or, or basic training is made to bake, uh, break you, and I will break you, I promise. I'll be the nightmare that keeps you from closing your eyes at night. And I just went, God damn. Like, there, there are points in the movie where my skin was actually crawling because of comments like that. You just go, oh, man, this is fucking, this is fucking vile. Um, one of the things I really love about this movie is the way that it's filmed and the use of colors and how they pop in and out. And there are these really beautiful, like, dream-like sequences that Ellis is having. And I won't I won't spoil it, but you can probably put the pieces together. Um, you, they hint at it in the trailer. There's a scene of Ellis in a shower. You know, Ellis being a gay guy, seeing all these, you know, these fit men naked soaping themselves up he's like oh hello and the way that scene plays out in particular is something 
I actually had to cover my eyes at one point because I was just, I was so upset. I was so, I was so upset for him because among us, let's be real, who hasn't gotten turned on at the most inopportune time? I can think of a couple times when I went to church, but that's a whole other conversation. But he just has, it's the worst timing in the world. And the way that that is handled is so goddamn cruel and it's so goddamn uncomfortable. And as you're watching the movie, that's the term that kept ringing in my head is uncomfortable because Ellis is being put through all of this extra shit just because of who he chooses to love and how he chooses to identify. And that in itself is the most heartbreaking thing because if his mother gave a fuck about who he actually is and not who she wants him to be, so much of this shit would be avoidable because he would actually help have self-worth and wouldn't need to put himself through this fucking pain in order to find some semblance of self-confidence. So there's really tragedy in that before he even steps onto the bus to go to basic training. Uh, there's this one guy, I believe this is the actor, um, uh, McCall Lombardi, who plays Harvey, and his nickname on the, uh, the name he's given is a uh, Caterpillar, if memory serves. And he's been in a few things. Uh, you probably know from Patty Cakes. Which if you haven't watched Patty Cakes, Patty Cakes is a lot of fun. You should definitely watch it. But Caterpillar is a fucking villain. He's a super villain in this sh- in this shit. And there's there's one thing he does in particular. You'll know it when you see it. It's about at the halfway point. But this thing in particular made me roll my eyes and just I had to pause the movie. I was so fucking mad. I was like, why are you such a prick? This brother just wants to live. <laughs> let him live. It's it's really frustrating. And you're going to feel like, let me just put this out there. You're going to feel frustrated through a lot of this film. The, this film is going to piss you off. So just be prepared for that. Be ready for it. Yeah, you're going to be upset. It's, it's going to hurt you. <laughs> but it's okay. Sometimes, sometimes you learn from being hurt. But... He in particular was someone I just was like, why, like, why are you going out of your way to be such a prick? But I, I appreciate the fact that we have such vile, incredibly vile villains in this movie. There is a scene, and I won't spoil this one, but there's a scene where they talk to them about uh, diving and about uh, someone drowning and how someone who's drowning is the most dangerous person in the world because they're going to go ahead and fight you as you're trying to save their life, which, I mean, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely true. Um, that scene in particular, that was kind of almost my breaking point. I, I don't, I'm proud enough to say that I think I can get through most films without being too uncomfortable or being like, oh, what the fuck? But this one really tested me, and I have to give the film a lot of credit, uh, a lot of credit for that. Um, yeah, that was just... That was just something I just was not prepared for. Um, as far as the military itself, there is this one moment where they tied the military to God. And again, I won't I don't want to spoil the scene, but it was one of those things in particular that I went, this is so American that it actually disturbed me. Because when you think about how certain parties tie God to their political affiliations, I went, oh. Yeah, that's gross. You you should not be doing that shit. And I will say too, where this film ends up in particular is something that I just went, I love this. I love where this film ends. 
And again, this is not going to be an easy watch. If you are, um, if you're an ally of the LGBTQ community, I think this will be a hard watch for you. If you're someone who identifies uh, as a member of that community, I will tell you this will not be an easy watch for you. So just just be prepared for that. This, ironically enough, would pair as a double feature really well with something like But I'm a Cheerleader. And I'm mentioning my woman crush, Natasha Leone because she's killing it on Poker Face right now. But it's one of those it's one of those films that would pair very well with that. And I would actually recommend watching something like that after this so that you can laugh a little bit because there's not a ton of laughs in this movie. This is just going to going to hurt. But getting my final thoughts here, I love the way this is shot. As I mentioned earlier, I love the cinematography. There is this almost David Bowie like electronica. There's this vibe to it at certain points when uh, the dream sequences are kicking in that uh, Ellis is having and the fantasies he's having. I love when those sequences kick in. It gives it this visual flair that makes it pop from the rest of the film, even though the rest of the film is very well shot. I love the score in this movie. I think the score is excellent. And the performances across the board. Um, I, I haven't, I didn't talk about them too much, but uh, uh, Russell is, who's played by Raul Castillo. He is kind of the one person that has Ellis's back. And they have this whole conversation about why Ellis wants to be a Marine. And that scene in particular is one of, if not my favorite scene in the movie. Um, it's just a great conversa- uh, conversation in, uh, I think, in the Jeep between the two of them. But I love that conversation. And I'm so happy that bit in particular made the final cut. But again, this is a movie that's hard to watch. So if you don't, if you're in a mental space uh, where you're not comfortable watching something like this about a gay person, that's going to make you mad. And I get that because that's why I'm watching Watchmen this year and not a couple years ago when lockdown was happening. So if you're not in a headspace to see a person of color, a gay man go through the ringer, I completely understand why you would hold off on this for a bit. But even if that is the camp you fall into, I do believe this is something that everyone should watch. So this is a solid A for me. I I really enjoyed this. Like I said, it's a hard watch, but not everything that's good is going to be an easy watch. But this well deserves your time. Please give the respect it deserves. And check this out. The Inspection, great freaking flick. But everyone, uh, The Inspection, have you seen it? What did you think of it? Let us know in the comments. Uh, Go ahead and find... uh, You can go ahead and find... All the links to the show on our uh, our link tree. Uh, that's where that's where um, we have everything. So yeah, please find our stuff on link tree. It's 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 all there. I promise. Um, but you can find us on Twitter. Uh, yours truly on Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple. You can also follow me on Instagram at J Hunter Real Pineapple. Uh, the aforementioned link tree. It's a uh, link tr dot ee slash j hunter real pineapple you can find our uh you can find most of my reviews wait i'm talking about most of my reviews you can find all my reviews on the uh, nevada film critic society uh website that's a uh, nevada film critic society.org and just go under member reviews you'll see joshua hunter there you can follow me on tiktok at black shazam 775 you can follow me on letterboxd at black uh, at uh, black shazam you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jhunterrealpineapple. 
And you can follow me, uh, like the show, subscribe, rate it, please. It does help us out. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneUp, and Samsung Podcasts, name a few, at The Real Pineapple. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We're going to have more reviews coming up for the Black Cinema Showcase, including reviews for Shaft, which I'm so excited to bring that to y'all. I might review Shaft's big score. We'll uh, we'll see if I uh, have time. But we'll have a review up for Shaft. We'll have a review up for Hawk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. We'll have a review up for uh, Watchmen. Uh, that might go into early March, but I'll, I'll let you guys know. But I'm real excited to bring that to y'all. And I'll have a review for Malcolm X as well. I'm so excited to rewatch Malcolm X. It's been years since I've watched that. So, But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, stay safe out there. I'm. Uh, oh yeah, and a uh, review for Cocaine Bear is gonna get pushed back to next week. So I'll be. Uh, that'll be like weekend of March third. We should probably have uh, that review up. It's snowing here in Reno, and I'm not going out in the snow. So uh, yeah, we'll have to wait a little bit, <laughs> bit on that. But we'll have reviews coming up as well for Creed three because uh, that comes out next week. I'm very excited to uh, to watch that. So. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Stay f- safe out there. Take care of each other. Give someone a hug today, and we'll talk to you soon.